Should I go? <laughs> yes, go. It's recording. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clap. Ready? One, two, three. Hello, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode, a wonderful episode of Player 2 Podcast with me, your host, Jalk. With me are Kat and Sack. Welcome, welcome. How are you all doing today? Welcome. Doing good, doing good. Doing fantastic. It's a beautiful well, day. Before, before we get into our main topic of today, I uh, let's talk about a little bit of the upcoming games that are coming out soon and some that are still not announced when they're going to come out but are supposed to come out sometime this year i have a game in mind but let's see what you guys got uh well i'm gonna talk about uh star wars jedi survivor um i think me and cat kind of like really looking forward to this it did get delayed uh till april 28th which is basically Practically may yeah it's, it's basically may right the, <laughs> why why it's like okay if we if we're gonna delay it let's delay it till may 31st that's basically june then right so why don't i just put it in may i don't understand that anyway uh so yeah it got released um but yeah i'm really excited about that it was supposed to come out this this month like last week or something yeah the 16th i think was the oh yeah so all right so it was supposed to come out 16th then yeah shoot all right. So then, whatever um, their reasoning is, though, I'm sure it's a good one. And if it's not ready yet, we'll wait till it's ready because it's going to be a good game. I'm pretty 100%. sure they're trying to iron out all the bugs and everything. The first game was good. It looked good. I, I think I played like maybe an hour of it and it oh stopped. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never well, finished it. My worry yeah. is that, you know, Zelda also comes out in May. And so that gives me a very small window to be able to play Star Wars. Mm. So I don't know now if I'm going to play Star Wars before Zelda or not. But in the meantime, I still have Hogwarts. I'm enjoying um, it's it's gotten a little laggy for me lately, hard on my computer. But really? I'm still enjoying the gameplay of it. Um, and I'm hoping that I can I know I did a driver update and that helped a little bit. So. I'm like only 40% through that game. So it gives me more time oh, wow. to play Hogwarts, but it's uh, it's going to make things complicated when it comes to Zelda or Star Wars. I don't know which one I'm, I'm going to play first I'm surprised that with a couple of patches out now for Hogwarts, it's still kind of a little laggy for you. I, I'll mm-hmm. be honest, uh, since we recorded the last episode, I still have not touched that game. Uh, last <laughs> played was 21st of February, so it's been a minute. Uh, wow. So I haven't touched it. I, I guess I don't know what I'm waiting for. I just have been busy playing Assassin's Creed still. I've been playing Valhalla. So when I picked it up, I remember I talked about like I picked up every single DLC of that game because I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Uh, I think I'm about 75% done and I'm about 150 Thanks. hours in. Wow. It, it, it's it's going to be... And I like to explore. That game is beautiful. So, uh, But the game that I wanted to talk about uh, that's upcoming that does not have a release date yet... Uh, according to Ubisoft, um, is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to that because... So we haven't seen any gameplay footage. Uh, There's a cinematic trailer out, uh, which you can see right now. Um, But the cinematics always look amazing. And the main Mm -hmm. character is Basim. And Basim was introduced in Valhalla and when he's a little older. But this is set in the previous time uh, from where he is. He's from Iraq. And this is set in Baghdad in the 9th century. And it's supposedly going to be a lot of fun. Um, the one thing I can say is that the game is beautiful. It looks beautiful, but cinematics are always, you know, cinematics. And so it, but well, you know, was the main character from the from the one in Valhalla? Yeah, so is no, that, so, so now? 
Eivor is the main character in Valhalla, but Bossim okay. has a, a side role. But Bossim is like with the hidden ones, which is the assassins or Ashashins, you know, but he's the main character in the next game. But it's set in the past ah, before uh, the game. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that because I know the game will be beautiful. I'm just looking forward to that game. I am. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm going to put a lot of hours into it. Now, is that I a know, game like, that when you play it, you shut everything else off? You're not in a voice channel with others. You're just <laughs> enjoying it solo for the story. Well, yes, because see, the, game, the thing is, there are a lot of cinematics in the game. Then you talk to people, you know, and, and when we're in Discord and people are talking and I kind of have to focus. Distracted. So I, yeah, I, I easily get distracted. You know, I have ADHD and I I, I can't like I have mm -hmm. to focus on the game. And uh, one thing, uh, Ubisoft, if you're watching this, we're an upcoming podcast. If you'd like to send a copy to one of your biggest fans. <laughs> that would be really nice. All right. That, that's my piece right there. All right. Back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I seen you um, stream it for me a couple times, uh, and I, I like seeing the visual um, aspects of the environment and stuff. It it reminds me. Uh, I know I've said this to you personally before, but it reminds me of like how we used to play Red Dead and stuff. How the the mm -hmm. the environment was so immerse immersive, right? And I, I really like that about that game, but I I never really got into the storyline of Assassin's Creed. So uh, if I have to start it, I'd have to start yeah. you know from, from the, the game back. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just missed the sale, man. And I mean, I've played every single one of them, other than the two that were buggy, laggy, broken. Uh, the one that came well, out in succession. You'll be disappointed liked. with me. I actually have Valhalla, but on Switch. And for mm. some reason, I, it made me nauseous to play it. And I, it, this happens with so many games. I just, the oh, movements, wow. the blur, um, motion mm. blur, you, you know, I had to turn all that off. And sometimes still, um, they make me a little nauseous. But that was on the Switch. So maybe if I played yeah. it on PC, maybe it would be better. Because you have more, I feel like, settings options. Yes. Definitely like, so. I, I've had that problem also um, on the Nintendo before where I've gotten nauseous with a game, mm -hmm. but not Ooh. on the PC. And I'm wondering if it's like a refresh rate issue or if it's something Possibly. else. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what it is. Well, let's move on to one of the most important topics that has been discussed previously among gaming uh, community and something that we thought would be a great addition to our podcast. And we've been talking about it amongst ourselves and we thought this would be a great addition for this episode. And that is the cost of video games the history behind it, how they have increased over the course of time. Some agree, some don't disagree. I mean, some don't disagree would be the incorrect term. Some don't agree. Uh, and how, how that has gone. Um, should we go on to statistics or should we talk about this a little bit more? What do you guys think? Um, I mean, we could set it up where we talk about the history of like how, okay. how much goes into uh a game right i okay. agree because i don't know much about that so you can teach me some things <laughs> <laughs> um i mean obviously you have to pay the developer right and mm -hmm. the developer um they're the people who actually make the game yes. right then you have to pay testers to test the game look for bugs glitches yep. and that stuff um then you have to pay all these other things so uh ip um which is intellectual property yes um patents publishers uh, marketing well yeah publishers also obviously yeah um and all these things 
come to the cost of making the game itself. Yeah. Right. Um, now, I think a lot of it has changed over time. Back in the day, like we were talking before, Jack, yeah. a lot of the games were very small um, mm-hmm. and they didn't have like a big budget. So a lot of them were kind of like either made by Nintendo, like a big publisher already, or yeah. they were indie games. And But they still weren't being like massively produced. Like Not like are. today. Yeah. Now we yeah. have celebrities in yeah, now, a yes, lot of games. Absolutely. And I'm sure that that's... Voice actors, you know, <laughs> actual representation. Factor. The guy yeah. uh, from that one show that uh, plays the main character in Star Wars as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he's so. uh, on Shameless. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, uh, really? I, I yeah. did not know his name. But uh, yeah. I think, uh, Zach, you collected some statistical data and we also connect, uh, did some polls. So we did, uh, we targeted three different gaming discords. Uh, one of them is uh, the one where we hang out the most, which is FFS. Uh, one of our friends over at Nerd Herd, who we introduced in the last episode. Uh, that's also a gaming community. And the third community that we targeted is MVG, which is Military Veteran Gamers. It's a charity discord, uh, with uh, which has the goal of healing through gaming. It's basically comprised of uh, veterans and active duty uh, of United States Armed Forces and our NATO allies. So we conducted polls in three different locations. And uh, I think, uh, Zach, you collected how much percentage we got for each answer. I think the yeah, first so question. Yeah, so we basically asked yeah. uh, two questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main questions were, um, does it bother me that the cost has gone up or um, does it not bother me much? Yeah. Like, uh, so the, the first answer was, does it, it does bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we got 68% that people said, hey, mm-hmm. okay. I think this is, it's not cool. And uh, 32% said, you know, it's okay. You know they weren't totally okay with it, maybe, but they were. Didn't they prevent were them from enough, gaming, right? Yeah, they they understood the reasoning. Um, so right there, I think you could say the majority of people are not comfortable with the rising prices of games, right? And we can go more into depth of why uh, that yeah. that is so. Um, the second question was. Um, do you buy the games full price or do you like wait for sales um, or discounts of some sort? And 40% said um, that they buy it full price outright. 60% said they, they wait for the sales. So I think that's kind of like, you can kind of see the correlation. Yeah. I mean, Hey, it bothers me that there's costs going up. And so now that the costs are going up, I'm waiting for sales. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's definitely, you see that um, through those, just, just those three Discord statistics that we did, right? Um, so what do you guys think? I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you, does the, the price going up bother you? So does it, it, it has, it does. Sales? Yeah, it does. So, you know, it, just look at five years ago and we'll dive more into data here but just look at five years ago when you bought a new game and you know you just had one game now more well that was more than five years ago but you had standard you just had one edition of the game that would come out and then you had the deluxe edition now there's the standard the deluxe the gold the deluxe deluxe with 
you know, Skins annual and... pass, season pass. You know, you've got so <laughs> many cosmetics. versions of a game now that, yeah. hey, if you don't get this, you miss out on. So it's I, I understand that publishers are trying to make money. And, you know, the, the business model is for profit. You know, they're not giving away games for charity. But at the same time, uh, the cost of a, just a standard game has gone up. Like, look at it. Like, $49.99 used to be the price of a game on $39.99. Now it's easily $60. $59.99 is regular price of a game. So it's gone up by $10, let's say, in the past yeah. five, six years. So it, it has gone up. they're pushing the envelope to 70 Yeah, they're pushing yeah. the envelope yeah. to 70 But we also have to realize their their target market has increased exponentially over the past sure. just three years. Like, For we sure. talked about the pandemic. And we talked mm -hmm. about how many consoles were sold. And when we talk about the player base increasing, that's also them trying to increase the amount of profit that they generate, which is increasing the price of games. And yeah, yeah but most of the time, yeah, it does bother me. Yeah, for me, um, the price of games uh, in general have kind of bothered me and influenced my uh, buying um, you know, habits. So yeah. like, mm -hmm. if, if I see a game that I really want, let's say Star Wars, um, I might have to dish out if if I want to play that game right now, I probably yeah. would dish out because I'm a fanboy of Star Wars, yeah. right? But if it's a game that I'm like I'm excited about, but I'm not super excited about, like I'm not like right. you're willing to yeah. wait. I'm mm -hmm. willing to wait, yeah, for sure. Because I'm like, well, why I don't really need it. It's not a need. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I am a gamer, I, I still am like, okay, well, I can wait this out till it goes on sale and then you know, I'll enjoy it then. Yeah, uh, I just won't have that initial uh, reaction to everything. I won't be, mm -hmm. you know, playing with everybody else at that at that time. Yeah, and that's that's how I am to you. I mean, that's how Hogwarts was. I was watching everyone play, and then I ended up getting a gifted copy um, from a friend, nice. which was very nice. Yes, but I I've never paid much attention to the price of games. Um, I I do now because I'm budgeting differently these days than, than yes. in prior years. And um, I'm definitely willing to wait on a game. And sometimes, though, I will be excited and I'll say I'm going to wait. And then I end up not getting it because another game comes along that's maybe more affordable. Absolutely. So it definitely affects um, the games that I buy and when I buy them. No, I so agree with you. It all depends on the game. Like, yeah. you know, Sack, you said you're a fanboy of Star Wars. It's the same thing with mm -hmm. me. When Mirage comes out, I'm probably going to buy it full price. But most of other games, right, uh, I'll always wait for sales. Like, if yeah. there's a game. Uh, recently, we were playing SnowRunner together. I did not pick up that game at full price. I waited for the sale for the game. Uh, you know, it's not something that I know that I'll be enjoying as much as I would enjoy some of the games that I would be mm -hmm. really fan of so i waited for a good sale for that game then i picked it up and i enjoyed it and now i'm done with it like i I'm, i i don't know if i'm gonna play that game anymore um probably will probably will not but yeah mm -hmm. uh, i agree with both of you on that yeah i'm i'm pretty much the same um exactly <laughs> uh i i think though uh you were mentioning something before about um how the price of games have been going up and pushing the envelope of 70 and and you were talking about how the amount of people are playing like there's a bigger pool yeah of yeah. your market um and that's that's definitely something that we should mention i was trying to find statistics of of how many gamers there were a long time ago and i just couldn't find a lot um only in the last like five years i found statistics um and right now in the u.s according to 2022 
Mm-hmm. Um, statistics in the U.S. There's 250 million gamers. Oh, wow. That's a lot, you know. And if you like calculate that against our own uh, population in the U.S., that's yeah. way over half, right? We we have something like 350 million or something like yeah. that. that. That's a lot. That's a but lot. Is of that players. is that by person or is that by number of consoles sold? Because if you look at that, then you know one yeah, person true. can have multiple consoles multiple. in the household too. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look on. I got the information from the Entertainment Software Association's uh, okay. website, um, mm. and I'm thinking that they're saying like how many um, people are actually okay. playing. All right, uh, that's if, interesting if data mistaken, though. I'll, I'll redact that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I also got another statistic that there's okay. 3.24 billion gamers across oh, the wow. whole world. Wow. And that, that's, that's, I was like, wow, that's, yeah, that's less than, that's less lot. than half of the population of the world, but still that's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I mean, that, think about like yeah. countries that don't have access to yeah. even a lot of these things. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we live in a privileged society, so of, of course we have a lot of leisure, but even countries that don't have a lot of leisure, there are gamers there. Right. I think, I think yeah. that's so crazy. The average gamer is 35 years old which that's makes me not feel, surprising that makes me that feel makes a lot better, better <laughs> Listen, as we that, older. that makes sense because us millennials you know that's yeah. that's um well me and i think are you a millennial I'm, too uh, kid I, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know me, me and zach are millennials <laughs> and and you know the whole video game industry started when we were young so well right yeah we're, we were really young when we it think all we started. take all this credit for it, but it, so, yeah. <laughs> the vision had been had already. Yeah, the vision had been had. So, you yeah. know, the average, I, I, I agree with that, you know, average gamers 35, but you have a lot more like younger audience too, especially like look at my kids, like much younger, look at tax yeah. kids, significantly younger. Yeah. 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 So, Sax kids will be the next generation of uh, Fortnite. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> which I have no shame in that game being the one probably I play the most. So my uh, six-year-old is kicking some forty-year-old guys' butt all over Fortnite right now, probably. Uh, uh, so back back to um, let's say Nintendo, the NES, right? Yeah. Um, when that came out in nineteen eighty-five, close to where I was born, um, yeah. that came out at one hundred seventy nine dollars. Uh, oh, wow. But if you if you put that in today's cost, that would be four hundred and thirty two dollars. Okay, with inflation um, numbers so, and everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I think that kind of evens out. Like if you were to go to the store and pick up a Switch, it would yeah. be about four hundred bucks. Plus you'd have yeah. to buy the extra controller, which is another seventy bucks. So the it's games. kind of on target of when it first came out. Now, uh, the average game cost um, back then uh, was yeah. 45 Now, if you put it in today's dollars, that's $108. And that's, that's a significant that's game price. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, however, that goes back to what you were saying about yeah. the game market pool. So we have a lot more players. So the game prices should be less. Because mm-hmm. if they're selling not just 1 million copies they're selling like you know 100 million copies uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just throwing that number out there that's yeah. not this is hypothetical all hypothetical yeah it's hypothetical a number but like if you're selling a lot more copies 
you you can sell it at a smaller price to get the, to uh, still make a lot profit, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, in theory, but also I I don't know I think about it is the quality of the games have gotten so much better and I'm sure that costs money. Oh, 100%. so maybe oh, yeah. you know they them selling more means that they could sell them for cheaper, yes, but they they may be putting that money into other things that make the overall experience better. Uh that's just one one thought that I have with it. Um you know, and then and then there's so many more options now too. So there's yeah. so much more competition because now Absolutely. you can have a, the mm-hmm. streaming service that we talked, like what, what we talked about the other day and maybe you don't buy the game, but you use the streaming service. Um, I prefer to own, own the games uh, and no, keep I them agree. forever. <laughs> no, but, um, but I do think yeah. about that and, and the, the cast of the games and, and I'm sure there's so much work that goes into it that I could never understand just because I don't know that side of gaming. I, mean, I just oh, yeah, turn I'm on a computer and, play (laughs) look at it this way right you had a target audience of hypothetically a million now you have a target audience of a billion people so you know the million and a billion is a big thing but you had uh primarily nes competing with sega in back in the day you know the genesis versus the nintendo and then you've got the xbox the playstation initially they were they had exclusive games but most exclusive games are becoming well there's still some specific very exclusive games but most games are becoming more cross-platform you know, there are certain games that you can only find still on PlayStation, certain games you can find mainly on Xbox, but a lot more games you find on PC. And there are some games yeah. like Zelda is exclusive to Nintendo, regardless of what platform you're on, you have to have a Switch to play that yes. game. Yes. I think it's always been like a huge rift between Sony and Nintendo. Because mm. PlayStation came out in 95, and yeah. I got it in 95. My, my dad worked at like an electronics company, and so he was able to get me... Oh, nice. uh, this, yeah. <laughs> so it, it came out in '95. Uh, let's let's look at the numbers. It says it came out for three hundred bucks today's okay. dollars. That's five hundred and nine. Um, how much is a PS5 now? I think it's four. It's five hundred bucks. I think if you get, I, I I haven't bought a console in a minute, so, so I would say I think four ninety nine, three ninety nine, and four ninety nine are the prices of. I think if you get the digital download version or the or the disc version i think uh, so that's that's not a that's not that seems like it's on par and the game cost um 1995 was 50 bucks today's dollars would be 84 so slight increase on that yeah um and I don't think I I've ever say, bought a console brand new, even with consoles or uh, computer uh, parts if needed. Sometimes even with that, I'll wait until there's a sale. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If I have yeah. something, if I had nothing, oh, I would go out right now. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> if my computer exploded right now, I'd have another one set up oh, within yeah. a four hours. <laughs> but it's because PC gaming has ruined me. <laughs> Yeah, PC gaming does do that to you. Yeah. And, you know, I build a computer every three years. Two to three years is my timeline. Three years, I'll build it myself. I'll wait for the parts to go on sale. I'll go yeah. one gen behind, but I know that gen is going to be good for another couple of years or three years. Right. And I'll build it like at, at probably half the cost of what I would build it previously, minus the graphics card, of course. So since <laughs> but, both of you have had multiple consoles, and I've had mm-hmm. less gaming um experience overall than the two of you yeah um since you've both had multiple consoles what was your what console did you feel like if you were to buy it today at that 432 or that five uh 509 what do you think was more worth that value 
Um, the Xbox 360. Uh, I'll I did be honest. love the 360. The, the 360 it. was the console that I used the longest because I didn't have a PC at that time. I had a big mm-hmm. lag. I had a PC prior to that, but I had a big lag and I was, you know, busy with my 20s and I was going yeah. out and about. I was not spending as much time at home <laughs> as I am today. Uh, so I was, you know, out being social, but I had an Xbox 360 that I got, you know, played Skyrim on, played a bunch of Halo games on it. So I did, I did, I think the most money out of any of the consoles that I've owned, I think I got it out of the Xbox 360. Nice. I mean, for me, it, it was a different experience because like, I mean, I would, I would have to say the first PlayStation. Um, okay. I mean, each, each individual's experience is going to be different, but oh, like, sure. Like the the PlayStation for me was like the best thing in the mm-hmm. world because I was like the coolest kid on the block, like in the whole thing <laughs> on my whole side of the town because I had a PlayStation. And at the time, uh, like to play a game off of a CD was amazing. Like it was yeah. mind blowing at that time. Everybody was using cartridges, right? The yeah. only mm-hmm. other console that had CDs was a 3DO. And that was like such a niche uh, console at that yeah. time. Um, that was like from the eighties basically. Um, so like just to have a CD to be able to put it into a console and be able to play, it was like yeah. fascinating for us kids. Um, back then. And then you um, would typically get that PlayStation error that said no disc detected and you would get stuck <laughs> oh. in that ass. And there, there are plenty of memes about that, that you start your PlayStation yeah. and it doesn't detect the game and then you're stuck in that loop. All right. I want to come I back to the first gen one too. Yeah. So I hear that. Uh, but this, like the other thing where I was yeah. going to say is like uh, the, the war between Sony and Nintendo yeah. was always a thing until Xbox came in. Mm-hmm. Xbox started in 2001. So they were like really late to the game, but it was owned by Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft is a PC developer. Yep. So um, obviously they have that connection with the PC world. Um, and they came out at 2001 at 300 bucks. Today's dollar is 438. So it's fair price. And I yeah. think mainly um, that's because they were competing with Nintendo and Sony, right? There was basically just those two giants in a room. Um, their game cost 2001 was 50 bucks. Today's um, cost uh, in, with inflation, that'd be 73 bucks. Okay. And that's what they're trying to push the envelope to is that. Yeah. So, but there, there's one thing that I will give to the video game industry that that cost of 49.99 stayed mm-hmm. at 49.99 for a it very did. long time. Just that. to, just yeah. to, so I'm not going to blame them for that. Uh, you know, right now they're increasing the cost, but we have to remember there's a lot more that goes into video game development than that used to go like, Look at, like we discussed, so many Hollywood celebrities that voice characters. Lance Riddick, who recently mm-hmm. uh, passed away, voiced uh, Zavala in Destiny 2. And, you know, players held vigils for him. You know, that's another topic for another day. But, uh, but, and Reeves in Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, yeah, and Reeves in Cyberpunk. Absolutely. And $49.99 has been the cost of video games forever. And now it's changing. Yeah. Do people not like it? Yes, but we also got, you know, got a comfortable with the norm of that cost, not taking into account that, you know, there's a lot more development that goes in video games because the target audience and there's so many indie developers out now. 
so many mm -hmm. published houses, so many developers now developing their video games and they have to market correctly for people to buy their game. Otherwise, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're going to fail. So, yeah. I mean, like a lot of indie developing games, they can make the, a great game Absolutely. for a lot less than these AAA titles. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. It brings up the question, like, is this, like, increase in game prices justified? We have yeah. the, like, one variable being a bigger gaming pool, you know? Yes. Uh, we have, what is it, over 3 billion players in the world mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot different from when I was a kid, and you know, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, there wasn't that big of a pool. Absolutely. So they can they can push out more copies. Uh, there's also less cost with the distribution. Yes. Most of our games we buy digitally. We don't right. buy them uh, on a cartridge. We don't buy them on a CD. Uh, that puts, you know, that takes out a middleman. Like you don't go to a Walmart. You don't go yes. to right. whatever uh, to buy a game. You buy it directly from um, them or through a platform like Steam, Epic. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. like, like, let's say Ubisoft has their own platform, yeah. or EA has their they own do. platform. Yeah. They do. Ubisoft yeah. has their own uh, Ubisoft Connect now. And exactly. well, that, I, I agree with you on the digital platform, but you also have to take into account that there's still consoles that use discs, and same with the Switch. Mm -hmm. You know, you still buy the cartridge. Yeah. Um, you can. So, yeah. yeah, you can. You can. I mean, you have the option of digitally downloading it, but to save disk space because mm -hmm. in a pc i can easily like i have three terabytes of space i can go on ahead and if i still have a sata port i can slap in another couple terabytes you know what i mean mm -hmm. but you yeah. can't do that yeah you can insert a cartridge into the switch you can add certain things but you still are limited to capacity as much as you can expand in a pc and consistently digitally download games you can't mm -hmm. do the same thing in consoles you still buy discs but like you said the pool right i think the biggest market even today we had what 250 some million you said sack uh, the biggest market is in asia like if you just combine asia and we talk about in the united states 250 but if you combine all of asia the largest continent you know 1.5 billion almost 1.5 billion uh video game video players game player. yeah that's insane it's that's a huge market and yeah. i i you know that like even um i hear from a, a couple of chinese gamers that like there's like a limit of how many hours that they can play. Oh, yeah. That's it's so it's so crazy. Uh, in, really? In, yeah. yeah. I did not <laughs> you know that. that here because you know yeah. you can wake up and play video right. games all day if you yeah, want. Obviously, to. we have like oh, our wish. own freedoms and stuff, but uh, like it, it's so crazy over there. Obviously, they have a huge population, Absolutely. way more yeah. than America. But um, yeah, it's it's nuts how many gamers we actually do have. Um. There is something that we didn't discuss, though. Okay. And that's the development cost versus okay. the other cost. Okay. Um, for instance, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which was a super popular game. Yes. I came out uh, over a decade ago, 2009 mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, is that the one that they... had Kevin Spacey in it? Did it? Is the, I, 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 I know the very first game I ever well. played was, where I recognized the um, voice of uh, the character and was like, oh, that's, that's, it was whatever Call of Duty really? Space was in. No, and I I'm just remember being like, Call that is, so yeah, I, I remember know. being excited. And ever since then, I started paying so much more attention and trying to figure out <laughs> yeah. who people are, if you, if you um, don't know for sure. <laughs> I, would, I would like to state that uh, Kevin Spacey is no longer a popular Hollywood celebrity. Yeah. Celebrity <laughs> just putting it out there. 
<laughs> so Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warfare 2, it cost uh it had cost about fifty million dollars to oh, wow. develop. But they spent two hundred million dollars in marketing. Ooh. Just in marketing the game. So that's yeah, on top that's, of the fifty million just to develop. That's it. on top of the fifty million. Wow. So in total, about two hundred fifty million dollars. Mm. But you're talking about a great, a vast difference in price yeah. of how much it costs to make the video game versus yeah. how much they are marketing the video game. Right? That is a lot of money just put into mm-hmm. marketing, and you're you're paying a lot of money for that marketing. Right, you're not just paying for the developer, yeah. you're paying for them right. to market that video game. Any mm-hmm. commercials, any uh marketing deals that they do, uh, that that comes at a cost to the gamers. And yeah. you're saying, and you have to say, Hey, is that is that justifiable? Um, there's another you can we can take another one apart that kind yeah. of shows the opposite. One of the most um expensive games uh in the world was Cyberpunk. 2077 which uh which like stumbled oops sorry which stumbled um off the gate with their launch right um Mm -hmm. but after they got all their bugs fixed everything you know it was a great game i loved the game but it cost them 174 million dollars to develop that game um wow it was a long time coming for them uh cd project red I was in uh, development for a long time too, because yeah. a lot of people were like, when, 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 and CD Projekt right. was like, we're not releasing it anytime soon. You got to wait. And people waited years. Yes. And then, wow. Yeah. And that's probably why the development cost was so high. Absolutely. Because it was in development for so long. Yeah. But I want to know the marketing cost of this. So, so the market cost. 170. It wasn't. It was actually lower. It was 142 million. Wow. But let's let's say that's about eighty percent of the of the development cost. You know, you were talking about almost half, uh, or almost a hundred percent of the mar- of the development cost mm-hmm. was de- uh, delegated to marketing the the product, and so that mm-hmm. like half and half that's crazy. Yeah, but I guess a lot of people anticipated anticipated the game beforehand as well especially with you know the witcher 3 success a lot of people were looking forward to so i guess they didn't have to spend as much on marketing well i wouldn't say um as much that's still still a lot lot of money money. in total it was uh, 316 million dollars that's a lot of money that's a lot of money yeah i wonder how much they made off i mean all the purchases of the game Oh, like in sales? What they, yeah. Oh, I have I haven't looked at that, but I'm sure they made a kill. I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, I bet. Well, I, oh, and I've heard of that game a lot. I've never played it, but I hear about oh, that I game a it. lot. So like, I know I would, it's very yeah. popular. I highly recommend it. Amazing music. I I love the music in that game. Yeah. You know, the soundtracks are amazing. It's it's so much fun. It, it's a lot of fun. You I, I highly recommend playing. I've Cyberpunk seen some gameplay. It looks like a good time. It goes on sale. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's the main question I want to pose to you guys is, do you think the cost of the video games increasing to that $70 mark, which they're trying to push, right? Like right now, I think I would say it's 60 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. If you were buying like a brand new game, it'd probably be about 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would, it to $70, do you think it's justifiable 
to pay that 70 bucks is that a good price from the developer and publishers perspectives um and the consumers perspectives um also like if you're listening as a listener yeah. i also want you to kind of like tell us do you think that's a, yeah. a justifiable price to, to increase it 10 20 bucks and to the listeners, if you are thinking of something or if you know of another thing that we're not considering when having this conversation, let us know, educate us, because I have no idea what all it would take to go or what all would go into uh, developing and, and getting a video game ready to, to for us for launch and then for the marketing part of it. I have no idea. So I feel like there's got to be things that maybe we just don't know because we're not in that business. So I'm curious if you know of anything, share with yeah. us. Write a comment, send us an email, you know, get in contact with us. No, absolutely. Uh, so you're, let you're, me ask you guys. All right. What do you think, uh, Jock? What do you uh, think? Justifiable? Yes and no. It's a gray area for me. I can't, I can't make a judgment call on this because, you know, now that I see it clearly, now that we've compared statistical data and now that we look at forty nine ninety nine, nineteen ninety five was a lot more money than it is today because when you do dollar to dollar value and you see how the inflation numbers have gone up, $59.99 is the average price now, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, with the cost of inflation, the price of game going up by $10 does not break your bank as much because if you're buying one game a month, it's still understandable that the price has gone up because you're going to look at it this way, right? A dollar per hour. I spend $50 on Assassin's Creed. I've already got 150 hours out of it. So you go to the theater and you spend a lot more money on popcorn for watching a movie for two and a half hours than an amount of time I've spent on one game that I spent $50 for. You know yeah. what I mean? So in terms of getting the uh, entertainment per hour, I think the game paid for itself. You know, it, it did give me the time and the enjoyment that I needed. Uh, what people think, I don't know. Like, you know, like Zach and Kat said, get in our comments, you know, promote our video. We would like to reach a bigger audience here. We would like to know what other gamers think if they agree with us, would they disagree with us. If you have any... um interjections if you have any suggestions if you'd like us to talk about a certain topic on our platform you know we would love to hear from you what do you think kat um i i agree with jock um i am now going to start paying attention to how much i'm paying for games because <laughs> the question's never been posed so i've never really thought this uh this hard about it um but there are definitely some games that I was willing to pay for full price Warhammer being one that came out and just was not ready. It just had a lot of glitches and things like that. So I do wonder if the cost is being, uh, is worth it in in some situations. So yeah, I agree. I I'm, I'm kind of torn. Like when I see the numbers of how much they actually put into the development of the game versus yeah. how much is going into marketing or mm -hmm. IP or other different things. Um, like, it, I sometimes I'm like, am I, is this justifiable if I have to pay an extra 10 bucks for this, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that, that cinematic trailer, the graphics <laughs> there will look so different than the actual oh, game when it comes out. And it just makes Never me go, believe it. Hmm, Never believe they put it. a lot of money into this, this two minute trailer <laughs> for the graphics to look that different. Absolutely. did it. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of our podcast episode for today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you, for what do you guys? Um, I was gonna say, what are you guys gonna play before we leave? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm. I'm probably gonna uh, continue playing Assassin's Creed and finish that because I think. Gotcha. 
I think that's, I need to do that. It's about time. How about you, Kat? I'm going to have a mix of uh, Hogwarts, and then when it sounds like my computer is going to explode from it, I'm going (laughs) to play Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) I've been like super into Total War Warhammer 3 recently with the boys on our Discord, so I'll probably be That's been fun to watch. (laughs) All right, guys. Mm -hmm. So that's our episode. Please tell us what you think if you have any comments and stuff. Um, You guys are always welcome to email us Email us at uh, player2startpodcast at gmail.com or you guys can uh, give us a comment on our YouTube channel. Um, And yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. (laughs)